0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Older Adult to Geriatric Nutrition Answers podcast presented to you by LongTermCareRD.com. I'm Michelle Sari, your host and presenter of today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about the condition that is called geriatric failure to thrive or GFTT and we're going to look at finding solutions to this chronic condition. As always, when we start off an episode, I just wanna highlight some really great pieces that we have on the longtermcarerd.com, just to better educate people on what's available on the website. We have multiple tabs and sections of the website that you can go to. We have a blog that is specifically for dietitians that are working in long-term care. I walk you through common conditions, I walk you through PES statements, nutrition diagnoses, general education. So there is so much information that is practical to your daily work that you can implement today. And there are, I think, about 50 to 60 free articles for you guys. I also have a newly added section on the website for caregivers and older adults. Lots of general health articles, lots of nutrition information that can help you to age well, take care of those you love, a lot of dementia information. So We're starting to expand the website because we're seeing a lot more demand for nutrition information from reliable sources. I've introduced myself before, but I'll quickly introduce myself now. I'm Michelle Sari. I'm a registered dietitian. I have a master's degree in science with a focus in human nutritional sciences. I was a part of the largest long-term care study of its kind looking at the factors that affect food and fluid intake in seniors in long-term care and this was pre-COVID so we know now how important it is to be putting money into long-term care so I just want to encourage you go to the website I do have a services tab I'm available for training dietitians speaking engagements education seminars lots of great stuff so pop onto the website longtermcarerd.com i'll put the link in the show notes and just look around there's lots of new stuff that i'm updating weekly and if you have any suggestions about things that you want to see on the website feel free to get in touch with me i'll put all my contact information in the show notes and you can also find it littered all over the website how to get a hold of me i'm very accessible I love hearing from you guys. I get so many wonderful emails that I am so appreciative of that keeps me going because this website, it's just me behind the scenes. So uh, feel free, get in touch with me. I love to hear from you guys. And when you guys send questions, I'm always happy to answer them as best I can in an email. Okay, so getting to today's topic, we're talking about geriatric failure to thrive, GFTT. Now, I've been working in long-term care for just over nine years now, and I had never heard of this condition until I looked it up for myself within the last year. And I was shocked because it's so important in long-term care and when you're working in geriatric care that you know about this. We have infant failure to thrive. That's a known condition, but for some reason we don't always push the narrative and the education beyond what the common things are that we cover in long-term care and in geriatric nutrition. But being in this field, running this website, talking to people constantly about older adult nutrition, I find that it is such an interesting area of research. And that's why I started this website. I wanted to make the lives of dietitians working in long-term care easier. And I wanted to be the one that helped them learn new things every day. If you're a part of our email list, you know that every week I'm sending out new articles for them, new resources. I'm posting articles that are research articles on our social media pages. So I think that it's so important that we don't underestimate that there is still a lot of continuing education that has to go into this area if you're going to work in it. So geriatric failure to thrive refers to a state of decline observed in older adults that can't entirely be attributed to a specific disease or medical condition. It presents a complex and multifaceted challenge for healthcare providers, especially dietitians in long-term care facilities. Very often our patients and any older adult, if you're a caregiver or just uh, any other person working with older adults, you know, more often than not, we see a long list of medical diagnoses and chronic conditions, a long list of medication an extensive medical history. And these all go into finding out if there is a nutrition problem, well, what's the root cause? But sometimes we just don't know what the root cause is of their nutrition decline. It's not always end of life, though sometimes it is. And so things like this, it can go under the realm of diagnosing geriatric failure to thrive. Now, obviously, as a dietitian, you're not going to be the one that diagnoses the geriatric failure to thrive because it would be a doctor's decision. But you can query it if you're doing a chart note. So query geriatric failure to thrive. Um, We only do nutrition diagnoses, which every single dietitian under the sun, even if you've been practicing for one day, knows that we only do nutrition diagnoses. So I don't feel the need to further explain that. Um, But if you do query geriatric failure to thrive, I strongly encourage you to explore it. So what we're gonna talk about today, I want to give you insight into what the condition is, its impact on the nutrition, Uh, status of your patient and the strategies to identify and manage it. So if we go into what it is, there are certain characteristics of it, and this includes weight loss, decreased appetite, poor nutrition, inactivity, and dehydration. There's more symptoms that are non-nutrition related, and this includes dehydration, which falls into both categories, depressive symptoms, a cognitive impairment, and functional impairments. So as you can see, it's a lot of mixtures, so the cognitive impairment, functional impairments, those impact the nutrition. So what we do with geriatric failure to thrive is we categorize the symptoms into medical, social, and psychological factors. So some medical causes might include chronic disease, so that would include congestive heart failure, COPD, renal failure, chronic infections. And drug interactions and side effects of medication can also contribute to a patient's state of decline. So can the presence of ulcers or pressure injuries, which we more commonly call them now, uh, sarcopenia, age-related muscle mass loss, and frailty. If we look at the social factors that go into geriatric failure to thrive, we see isolation, lack of support from family members, all of these will contribute to geriatric failure to thrive And these are the areas that a social worker is gonna take care of. And psychological issues. So we see depression, anxiety, these are often exacerbated by chronic medical conditions. And the fear of death, which can lead to a lack of interest in eating and subsequently weight loss. So you can see if we're dealing with geriatric failure to thrive, it's not on just one healthcare professional to deal with the condition because like I said at the beginning, it's multifaceted, which means that there needs to be interventions from different healthcare providers. So the dietitian is going to deal with the weight loss, decreased appetite, the poor nutrition status, and dehydration. Whereas some of the medical factors, the doctor will be dealing with that, the nurses will be dealing with that, and then the social factors, you're going to have the social worker deal with that, but there's also great value in your therapeutic recreation department. I have worked with some of the best therapeutic recreation departments that are around. The amount of social support and socialization that they give to each individual, especially the person-centered care that they give, is phenomenal. And if we help a person's social isolation in long-term care, I have seen in my experience, and obviously this is anecdotal, I have seen patients just accelerate in terms of going towards better health. So we wanna get the whole team involved in geriatric failure to thrive and addressing the issues. Now, this it does have significant impacts if it's not dealt with though. And like I said, we see it in a physical aspect. We see nutrition effects, psych- psychological, social health. And if it's not dealt with, we do see physical function deteriorate. We can see a loss of mobility. And this would lead to an increased susceptibility to illness. Um, You're gonna see more pressure injuries if there's immobility and decreased nutritional intake. Cognitive function can also decline, which can lead to confusion, decreased quality of life. So we really want to address all aspects of care, not just the nutrition aspects. And this is where I love seeing a team effort approach go into caring for long-term care residents. I've said it before, I'll say it again, If the nutrition of a patient is not optimal, the other areas that the doctors, the nurses, all these other healthcare professionals are dealing with are not going to be successful. And the same goes for the other departments. If therapeutic recreation is not involved, you will see social isolation. If social work isn't involved, you may see them not having great family support and that may be an issue. And social workers, they're phenomenal at dealing with difficult family situations. Um, if the nurse and the doctor, if they're not addressing some of the pressure injury related areas, then you're gonna see a decline. So I love working with a great team approach and this is where I really encourage dietitians. obviously that's who I am, that's who I speak to, I really encourage you to build those thriving relationships with your team I am going to have an episode coming up about working in a team environment, even when it's a difficult team environment. I don't think anybody can say that they haven't dealt with a difficult team environment. But when you foster good relationships, the patient care really goes up. And so if you have a patient that has geriatric failure to thrive, you really need optimal team effort there. Okay, so that was a sidebar, but very important to highlight that. So what is the role of a dietitian in managing the geriatric failure to thrive? Well, they play a really crucial role and it always starts with regular screening for malnutrition and developing individualized nutrition interventions, working in a collaborative approach with the team and advocating for the patient well-being. These are the top key responsibilities. All dietitians are going to be doing quarterly and annual assessments. That's just a given. It's the way that we work in long-term care, but you're going to be wanting to monitor those weights. And that's always the first cue I find in starting to spot malnutrition before it pops up and you're diagnosing it officially with malnutrition. Um, So what you're going to want to do is you monitor those weights and we have a clinically significant and clinically non-significant weight loss. Even if a patient has clinically non-significant, but month after month, the weight continues to drop, you need to be looking at nutrition interventions for that person. Because let's say, we'll just pull random numbers, there's 60 kilograms at the start of the year in January. And month after month, they're losing one to two kilograms and even over six months, it's still not popping up as that 10% weight loss in six months. So it's not being flagged as clinically significant. It doesn't matter because you'll get to the end of the year and they've lost one to two kilograms every single month. And all of a sudden you're looking at December of that year and they're down 12 to 20 kilograms. That's a huge weight loss. So that's an area where if they do have geriatric failure to thrive, if you're monitoring those weights as a practical intervention, you would catch that earlier. So I really want to encourage you all, and I've said this in the previous episode, that you want to have a nutrition assessment form that has a built-in malnutrition screening tool. So we have the MNA, we have the SGA, I always encourage people to go with the Subjective Global Assessment or the SGA, I find that it is a lot more comprehensive and if you do need a great nutrition assessment form, I'll link one in the show notes that you can implement into your practice, really encourage you, be screening for malnutrition constantly. So. That is the number one tip that I have in identifying geriatric failure to thrive. If you have a comprehensive nutrition assessment tool, you're going to be able to spot geriatric failure to thrive because you're going to find if there is inadequate intake at meals, because that's one of the parts that you're going to be assessing. You're going to be performing a meal observation screen. I have a free one on the website, so please, I will link it in the show notes, do meal observation screens at least quarterly and annually. You're going to be assessing their physical status. So has their mobility declined since the last time you assessed them? And if it has, Why is that? You're going to be assessing for increased nutrient needs. So, do they have pressure injuries? Are they going through some type of cancer treatment? So, if you want to identify geriatric failure to thrive, start with that nutrition assessment. That is going to get you down to the nutrition care process, which again, you should have built into your nutrition assessment form. And you're going to be able to look at the nutrition diagnosis, which you're going to come up with. So, make sure that. If you want to know about geriatric failure to thrive and you want to spot it early, constantly be doing those nutrition assessments. Once you get the skills, you should be able to do them relatively quickly. So next we're going to be looking at nutrition interventions. One of the primary goals in managing this condition is making sure that the patients meet their caloric intake needs. We're going to be shooting for a high-calorie, high-protein diet and implementing fortified foods and then nutritional supplements to meet these needs. Also, because they tend to have dehydration, you really want to make sure that they're getting that adequate fluid intake because that's crucial. So you also want to identify and address any eating difficulties. This includes everything from dysphagia, poor appetite, difficulty self-feeding, because all of these contribute to malnutrition in patients. This might mean you would have to modify food textures, you might need to use an appetite stimulant, and also just providing feeding assistance when needed and when accepted. And lastly, you're going to be monitoring and adjusting your dietary care plan. So this includes regular assessment of weight, which is obviously done monthly, food intake and overall health um, are necessary to ensure the effectiveness of the treatment plan. And then you're going to adjust that nutrition care plan based on feedback from the resident, um, based on things that you're seeing with them, uh, weight status markers, food and fluid intake markers, these are all things that you're going to be looking at. So it's really important that you're monitoring more than one area, and that's where a good nutrition assessment form comes in. I know it might not seem like a key piece in identifying various nutrition conditions, But having a good nutrition assessment form allows you to find a nutrition problem before it really becomes a big issue and starts to affect all areas of their health. So like I said, I'm going to have a nutrition assessment form linked in the show notes. And that's what you're going to be looking at. So wrapping this up, uh, geriatric failure to thrive, it's a really complex issue and it really significantly impacts the overall health, the functional ability, and the quality of the older adults that are in long-term care. As a dietitian, you need to understand all the contributing factors that go into it, recognize the warning signs so that weight loss, the poor appetite, decreased functional status, dehydration, and you wanna know how to assess and manage these patients effectively to improve their health outcomes. So I want you to make sure that you're looking at the weights every single month. You're monitoring the weight loss, whether significant or not. You're monitoring their food intake, loss of interest in food or decreased appetite and decreased functional ability at meals. So if they're not able to eat independently, that's something that you want to address pretty quickly as well as obviously their dehydration. So by employing the nutrition care process, you can systematically and effectively address the nutritional needs of these patients. Ultimately, the goal is to improve their nutritional status. We always want them to have a great quality of life and support their optimal nutrition status for as long as we possibly can. Now, while the task is challenging, remember that you're an integral part of the healthcare team. Your expertise as a dietitian can make a significant difference in the lives of these frail patients, especially those who are in a state of decline. So continue to keep yourself informed and updated with the current clinical practices and research to provide the best care possible. After all, optimizing the health and well-being of older adults in our care is a very rewarding endeavor that makes our role as healthcare professionals truly meaningful. So I will link everything in the show notes. But lastly, I just want to highlight and don't forget, we have just a few days left. I believe September 21st is the last day of the 15% off discount with coupon code September. You can get 15% off the Ultimate Long-Term Care Dietitian's Reference Guide the most useful tool with over 140 pages of comprehensive nutrition information for dietitians working in long-term care. The guide is filled with cheat sheets so you won't have to search for every answer on the internet anymore. It is filled with guides on how to manage every aspect of long-term care, from the basics of long-term care, a nutrition assessment how-to, which I obviously highlighted today how important that is. I go through nutrition care plans, nutrition management of chronic conditions, end of life, working with the team, regulations, documentation, and quality improvement, and much more. I'll link it in the show notes. You can click on it and you can see the table of contents to see the full value of everything that's in there. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to like, follow, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to. It just helps it to be seen by more individuals at no cost to you. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at LongTermCareRD.com. Like the page, follow along because I am always posting daily updates for you guys, new free information. You can also sign up for our email subscription list for free on the website and you can get plenty of freebies by just signing up and getting weekly emails from myself. Find the website at LongTermCareRD.com and in the show description notes, you will find everything that I spoke about today and the links that are mentioned. Hope you have a great week.